All right, so before we get started on the podcast today, we have you in the platypus pulsar. Uh, for you that listen to the Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast, help us kick it off every week um, by downloading the free Hot 101.5 app and in the open mic feature, just giving us a little intro, saying who you are and where you're listening from. Exactly. It's really easy to do. And then when you do it, if you hear yourself, just shoot me an email, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com with your information and we will get you a Miguel and Holly mask. All right, let's see who is helping us out today. Hey, hey, this is Becca from St. Louis, Missouri, and you are listening to my fave, the Miguel and Holly podcast with Scotty the Body, Platypus. Love you guys. Yes! Oh, my gosh! Wait, she said St. Louis, Missouri? All the way from St. Louis. Goodness. That's, that's far. I'm really, I wonder if you maybe used to live here in Tampa and then you moved away yeah. or maybe you just found us online I'm somewhere. I'm so curious how people find, like in my head, in my head, the only people that listen to this podcast are people who wandered over from our show. Mm. I can't, so it blows my mind. And that may, may very well be the case for her. She right. probably wandered over from the show and just now happens to live in St. Louis or whatever. But I, it does, it's not even fathomable to me that someone would have just discovered it and started listening with no prior knowledge of who we are. Sometimes people just listen and li- want, they want something good to listen to. And so hopefully we provide something for them. I was going to say something good. I'm about to say, well, off the rails. something that's not fully a train wreck, but most times that's fully so a train awesome. wreck. So thank you so much, Becca. Send me an email and we'll get you your Miguel and Holly mask. Let's do this. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. And Scott is out. He'll be out for this week. And he'll be back next week and sort of talk through what's been going on in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just know that he's still with the show because we've had a few people be like, wait a minute. Did he leave? Why haven't I heard about Scotty? What's going on? Right. Uh, so he will be back next week to sort of fill you in on what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get a special call from uh, my fiance. Oh, your fiance. Yeah, we're going to talk to him in uh, just a little bit about okay. our first chat with the wedding planner for oh, the first time. Oh, I have a question for Abe. Uh. <laughs> I have a question for Abe. Uh, so we're going to talk about that here in just a second as soon as he's um, done with what he's doing at home. Okay. Um, but we do have another review because you can always leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Rate and review and subscribe. Yes. And this is from Miss... Hold on. Missy Miss 907, who says, I feel like I'm listening to friends talk. They are just a great group of people. And I'm glad I found this podcast during COVID. Platypus. Hey, platypus. Yes. (laughs) So awesome. Thank you so much, Missy Miss. We appreciate it. You can always leave a review there. Holly, what's going on in your life? Well, I'll be honest with you. Let me just just dump out my... uh my baggage today. I feel really overwhelmed and anxious today. Why is that? Um, I wasn't sure. And I and this is the thing that my person asked because I texted him this morning and I was like, ah, <laughs> I just, I need to tell somebody that I feel crazy. 
<laughs> and he actually asked a really um, legit and valid question that mm-hmm. I appreciated very much, considering what I've been on this whole journey over the past year and a half to figure out who I am. Mm. And like what my deal is. Uh, So I said, I'm just struggling today. He goes, any reason why are you taking on someone else's stress and anxiety or is there something causing it for you? Ooh, Great question. Because I, when I'm in high stress and anxiety situations, I tend to not think about that. I'm just in it. And so that's a good question. And I was like, okay, let me try to sort out what I'm feeling. And I've talked about this before, but. As an empath, which I've stopped now considering it a woo-woo thing, it's a real thing that I have. I have experienced it way too many times when I feel other people to know that it's fake. I know Mm. it's real. So I'm an empath, which means that I can physically, emotionally sense and feel other people's energy. Right. It's, It's weird. It's like... It's kind of like, remember when we were little and, you know, you would read Harry Potter and you're like, man, I wish I discovered I was a wizard at 11 mm-hmm. or like uh, like um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. We're like, I, I wish I discovered I was. A-. It's like that. Like mm. at, in my 30s, I'm like, oh, I discovered that I have this weird superpower. It's like not not one like you could fly or some cool right. shit. But it's like, oh, I have this weird power where I can feel other people. And I always used to think of it as like a um, this extra burden that I have. It's cool, though. It's a really unique superpower to have, but I haven't quite harnessed it yet. Mm. Still working on it. So that's a good question because I'm like, am I picking up someone else's vibes? So I said, well, let me make a list so that I know what's mine and then if I see a list and think, oh, that may is not a lot, I must be feeling something from someone else. Right. So I made a list, and this is my list. Oh, you have an actual list. I made a list. Oh, wow. It's that, a lot of stuff. Do you want to say what's on there? Um. Okay, so the first chunk of it has to do with my mom, which is telling, because that when a lot of stuff like that starts to pile up, I start to get really anxious right so i got to i have to call her neurologist because they called last week after her virtual visit and they're like oh we need to collect payment but i was driving and i'm like i don't i can't i'll just call you back and then also she was supposed to get blood work and also they said she's gonna set they were gonna set her up for an mri but i haven't heard anything about that so i'm like why don't people do what they say they're gonna do of course i don't probably do that either so i'm like that's just number one then i got a call because and we can talk about this she's going out of town for thanksgiving your mom yeah uh, where? South Carolina. Oh. Is she flying? Uh-huh. Oh. Mm. And was this her wanting to do this? Mm-hmm. Did she organize this on her own? Yeah, she wants to do it. I'm no longer the mother for my mother. If she want to do something stupid, she can do it. Now, did you talk to her about, like, here are, does she fully understand, you know, what the dangers I are? I think even if she did, she wouldn't care. Mm. Like, it was like when masks started to become a thing, mm-hmm. she was firmly in the this is stupid category. Did she say why? Did she just not believe it? I don't think she thinks it's as bad as it is. Mm. I think that, you know, I, I I just don't think she believes that it's bad. Hmm. Um, I, I've tried, but I've also I'm also at the point of like it's tough with her because there are some cognitive issues where I don't think she gets it Mm -hmm. but then like we'll have a conversation and then she gets it and then I don't think she like I can't just not allow her to do things right so I'm just gonna make sure everything is as safe as I possibly can 
Wow. Um, but that's part of it. So, like, this whole trip, I got to figure that out. That's one and two and a third one on the list. Um, let's pause for that. Uh, we can talk to Abe real quick. Oh, yeah. Because um, we only have, like, a little bit of time no, to talk chat it, with Abe. him. This is stupid. No, no. that's I'm super fascinated <laughs> it's, by that. It's a whole crazy thing. Um, so let's talk to him. Oh, wait. Uh, here we go. I'm really ashamed. I don't know his number by heart. And of course, he knows mine by heart. That's okay. I don't know yours. I don't. Know. I know yours. I know. Directory and call again. Oh wait. Oh. Oh, what? oh dear. Why does she sound so like sensual? She's like, call again. Uh, hello. Mm. Beep beep boop. Beep beep boop. Bop, beep. <laughs> All right. Let's try this again. Hi. Thank you for calling. <laughs> you can reach this number right now. <laughs> but what mm. can I do for you? <laughs> Want me to touch you? No, my God. Hello. Hi, Abe. How are you? Wonderful. How are y'all? Wonderful. Good. Wonderful. Hi. Um. So we real quick. I know you. You're on. You're short on time. You're trying to get to an appointment. But I wanted to chat about our first call with the wedding planner yesterday, um, and how you felt like that went. Because. Like- Miguel had said we were going to talk to you about this, and I was like, I have a question for Abe. <laughs> I have a question. Now, do you want to ask the question first, Holly, before he gets into how he felt about everything? Yes. Um. So, Abe, this first foray into the wedding planning thing, was Miguel <laughs> a crazy ass? Yes or no? No. Oh, good. <laughs> Surprisingly enough. Surprisingly enough, no. Okay, well, that was my question. Mm. Uh, that has been answered. Please, please continue. Now, well, I'm real curious, Holly. How did? How would you think I would be a crazy ass? I don't know. I just feel like you would want a lot of control, and you would, um, you know, start having some like mini freakouts if things weren't going the way that you visualized mm. them going. Gotcha. Well, I, I'll tell you that I, I don't have a vision. Like I don't. This is totally different than most things that I do. Like with the radio show, um, I have a a very detailed picture of how things are going to play out. Yeah. So when we're like, we're going to do possession week like we're doing, or we're doing headphone karaoke, in my mind, there's a very certain way of how it should sound. Yeah. I obviously know that, you know, there's variables. You, the listener, Scott, it may change. Yeah. But I have a vision. For this, I haven't, I I don't know. Like, I just, I'm totally. I just figured this was going to be like, sort of like your New Year's party, but on a way (laughs) bigger scale. And I, I know that you have in the past gotten a little bit extra over that just a little bit okay. just just give it time just give it time okay <laughs> no worries i'm waiting so abe how did you think that the first conversation went uh i thought it was good it was very i mean we got a lot of questions answered as, like preliminary questions anyway as far as you know how do we pick a date what kind of you know we looked at some venues, but he informed us that it probably wouldn't be big enough for as many people as we're having, so that's good to know. Oh! And then we kind of ran through like how people usually pay for these things and et cetera, et cetera. So, I I think we have a good start. It, It was very interesting to me as he, the wedding planner, was asking questions about, you know, um, and I should have wrote some of these down, but like, 
What are some of your non-negotiables? Um, what are things that you really want um, to be a centerpiece of the wedding? And you probably were like, huh? Yeah, like, actually, we're going to do that as a topic on Wednesday on the show about what was your non-negotiable because I did not foresee that question coming Are they at talking all. about in general, like, for the entire experience? So it's like, like... what does that mean? So for everybody, it's a little bit different. Like, some people... I want my dogs to be in the wedding. Like, that's your non-negotiable. <laughs> that's oh. not going to be us. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. Though. No, no, no. I just wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So, but everybody, or food is very important to us. Right. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to go with the food planner, because or food planner, um, with the wedding planner, is because he was like, I've had people that food was a centerpiece of their relationship. And so we had the photographer take uh, plated pictures, professional uh, pictures of the food because that was really important to them and they spent a lot of money on it. Okay. So everybody's different. Got it. So Abe, have you thought about what your non-negotiable is? Um, No, not really. Mm. I'm sure I'll come up with one, but, you know, I don't know. Abe, do you have a vision for what you want it to look like or uh, ha- like, have you ever had a vision for what you want a wedding to look like? I guess I've never really thought about it, to be honest. Okay. Mm. That's valid. I was just curious if you ever had something in the back of your mind. Because now that we're talking about these non-negotiables, like, so throwing it back to, like, when I got married, I just sort of already knew, based on, like, my cousin's weddings, what mine should look like. Mm. So. I mean, I have some ideas of what I don't want. Right. That makes sense. But, you know, if you know me and Miguel is, don't want they're pretty obvious like i do not want a backyard barbecue <laughs> <laughs> right right and Nothing that's a good start it. i just like it that's not us right, right exactly and we don't have a backyard so um but yeah so it was really exactly. interesting sort of hearing how much our tastes are on the same uh level mm-hmm. and how we both think about the same things And I think one of the things that I I thought about that we mentioned towards the end of the call with the wedding planner was making sure that my mom and Abe's parents felt very special in the wedding because my mom has never actually been in a wedding. Mm. So, like, when she got married to my brother's dad, Mm -hmm. I don't think that they had, like, a large wedding or anything like that. Okay. It was, like, a courthouse type deal because she got knocked up. Oh, hey. Uh, So she's never, and then my brother never got married, and we didn't think that I was ever going to get married. I got you. And so making sure that she felt special, and so the wedding planner was like, oh, well, a lot of people have done that, so we can have, you know, you can take her dress shopping, and we can make it a big deal. We can have a team come out the day of and do her hair and do her makeup and make her feel very special or do a massage. And I was like, well, she don't like people touching her, so not a massage. Yeah, none of that. Um, so all that stuff. So I love that for my yeah. My, yeah. I've almost bought I've almost bought my parents like a massage package or whatever. My mom would be like, Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear. My, my mom won't even get a pedicure because she won't let people touch her feet because she thinks they're ugly. Oh man, that's like a, a woman of that generation, I feel mm-hmm. like. My mom is the exact same way. Oh really? Yeah, she doesn't want she I used to go just because I was like, I'm not cutting your toenails. But she didn't like how they did it, so now I gotta cut her toenails. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I just don't like somebody strange touching my feet. I'm like, I'm like, okay. My mom's done her own manicures for years. Mm. Like she's got her whole fit and she sits there with the, I don't know, whatever you put on your cuticles and whatever. 
awesome. That is incredible. Like I that I've never realized that generation because I remember years ago when we lived in Panama City and I thought I was like being the great son. My mom came to visit and I was like, "Well, I got you a massage," and she was like. Who? Who's? T- I don't want nobody touching me. That's how my mom is with facials too. I thought I got a great gift for my mom. I got her this like expensive hydro facial. She never used it. Really? And I was like, woman, if you're not gonna use it, let me damn it have the thing. Bye. I'll use but, yeah, it. Yeah, she doesn't like that stuff either. Now that I think about wow. it, it must be that generation. Now, Abe, have your parents mentioned anything that they want from the wedding or out of the wedding? Uh, my father. Randy would just love live peacocks at some point in the wedding. <laughs> oh! So that's his one request. He wants, like, live peacocks in the background or something. <laughs> I, I, I well, shit! I mean, damn! We gotta get some peacocks over here. Peacocks? How the... <laughs> All right. Remember that one gas station in Panama City that had a peacock walking around? Oh, that's right. Sometimes they're walking around just out in nature. Are we just gonna go grab one? Is he gonna bring one down from Buffalo? Like, what is? How are we gonna? I was talking. We we were at a a, a birthday barbecue thing yesterday, and uh, I was talking to our friends about it, and they said there's a neighbor of theirs actually has some peacocks like walking around their yard, and they said that they're they're what. They're nasty, like they're mean. Oh, ooh, I don't know if you want them peacocks then. Well, they're going to be peacocking around. Okay, well, I'm really interested in how and if possible um, we can. I mean, (laughs) you got to do what you got to do. So maybe you just get one and have like a peacock trainer over there making sure it doesn't peck at people. (laughs) I don't know. Thing because if it is, I'm changing careers. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wish it was. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, so is there anything that you know that you do not want for sure? Like that's on your don't want list or anything that I've mentioned before that you were like, "Mm, I'm not really sure if that's what we should do. Um, not as of yet, but you know, like I said, you know, like Holly was saying, you being like a groomzilla, just just give it time. <laughs> <laughs> it's too Yikes. early. Maybe actually the fact that we have you on the podcast and we're going through all this after the very first call <laughs> with the wedding planner, I think that is sort of um, says something in and of itself. Like nobody else is ready to oh, have yeah. this conversation. Just Miguel. Uh, Abe's like, well, I'm not like, even ready yet. I'm totally cool with it, but it was, like, way faster than I thought it was going to be. I mean, we got engaged, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Yep. Because, yep. like, bitch, I'm hurrying. I got I to gotta know. I, you're a planner. I know you. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and, it, and this is the thing is I, I like the fact that the wedding planner, he's super organized. Um, we already have, like, the contract that we're going to sign today. Oh, and pay a deposit. <laughs> like, yeah. girl, we're As not. We're on the phone as we were on the phone, I was taking money out of the safe for the deposit. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor Abe's like, I thought we would enjoy a nice couple month long no. engagement before we do things. No. Miguel is over here like, it's been two weeks. I'm just so glad that we have the contract about to be signed. <laughs> the deposit is being made. Uh, listen. Okay, I see it. Never mind. I well, got it. But <laughs> then remember, and this is also yeah. what the wedding planner said as well, is yeah. that. You know, right now, obviously, it's October 2020, and a lot of people that were planning on getting married now are getting married to 2021, and then people that were planning on 2021, maybe those um, facilities are booked. Yeah. And so he was like, it's good that you all are, you know, because we're not, we're going to do it in 2022. Uh Oh. 
Whoa. Are you okay? Did you just fall down a well? No, apologies. I had I had to get in my truck because I have to start getting good. Oh, oh gotcha. Okay, so okay. you're not it's not coming up like obviously this year. It's gonna be early twenty twenty two. Right. So I I think we're gonna aim for the beginning of twenty twenty two, sometime in that January, February, March area mm-hmm. where we're not sweating. Yeah, well, yes, obviously that's a that's a non negotiable. That yes, the, yes, that no was sweating. it. No sweating. That was like I don't want to do it. Yep. Not not at all. Okay. All right. So yes, it's good to get that plan together. All right. Well, Abe, we'll let you go. We know you got to get to your doctor's appointment. I just kind of wanted to see because we didn't get a chance to um, decompress and talk about it after the fact. But we get to sign the contract later today and pay money. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I love you. I'll see you later. Love you too. Have a good day, guys. Bye. 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 Yeah, poor Abe. I felt like he could feel it. As soon as the guy sent over the contract and we saw like how much his services cost, and he was like, So it starts. So it I starts. I really feel like Abe thought he had at least a good couple of months before he had to do any part of this. Listen, well, I said if <laughs> if we <laughs> I'm not. I'm just teasing you. I think this is fine, and I do think you need to you need to get the venue secured. I think we talked about this like the day after it happened. Like you right. got to get the venue secured. Then you have time. Right, and that and that's what the wedding planner said. He was like, you know, it's not like we're going to be talking about placemats and settings now. No. You know, if we're talking about, but if we can in the next month um, secure a space now, yeah, and then because he said uh, you want to do one or two things. You want to secure the venue. Or the photographer to make sure, and then whichever one is the most important to you, that's when you set your date. And then from there, he creates like a calendar of, all right, this month we're focusing on this, on this, on this. Um, And then he like helps you budget it all too to know like where your money's going to. So I'm actually super excited to work with someone like this who is like a pro at what he does. I Yeah, we just muddled through it. Yeah. Actually, it was mainly my mom. So Ugh. I... Which that was like a insight into what I should have. Anyway, this is really good. <laughs> this is really good that you're doing. This. Yeah, so we'll be giving updates um, as it goes along. But speaking of your mom, yeah, let's get back to your list that we were talking about uh, about uh, what could have set you off this morning and what energy you possibly could have been taking on. Right. So I was trying to figure out if it was me or if it was somebody else. And I think I think in this case it's mainly me. But I'll mm. say put a check mark and bookmark that for a second. So okay. I, I got to figure this out. Like my mom and so this is like the tangent. My mom wants to go on and see her friend who has like some like a very dangerous form of cancer. Like it's like I I want to say either liver or pancreatic cancer, like one of the ones that you don't recover from well, mm. but she's still alive, which everyone thought she had might have passed by now. Oh, wow. So, like, my mom went and visited her last year, um, and it worked out. Like, I got the airport to make sure that she had someone to meet her there with a wheelchair and, like, to take my mom to the gate and whatnot. And this was pre-COVID? Pre-COVID. Okay. Um, and so now this woman is like, I would love to see you again for Thanksgiving. Please come. And my mom was like, okay. And I'm like, oh. <sighs> I was like, but you know, you're going to you have you're gonna have to be safe. And right. she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, I'm fine. I was like, I mean, I guess, I like, again, I don't, and we've had several conversations about, like, what is my mom's quality of life right now pre-me moving her into an independent living um, facility because I can't do that yet for several reasons. COVID, one of them. Um, but I'm like, 
I'm, I can't tell her no right. and expect her to be like, okay. Fine with it. No, then. So it's not what I would want. I, mm. I actively am very stressed out about this. Right. But now I'm also in the part of like planning all of this. Mm. So of course we're trying to get like a good deal, but also be safe. And so there's a couple of different questions I have for this airline that my person's going to help me with. But like, um, and then also we're trying to get money back from this other religious trip that she was supposed to take to Mexico with a church. Oh, Do you that's remember right. that? Whole thing? Yeah, I forgot about that. So um luckily he called like a couple months ago because I called them and they were like, Oh, the trip is like past, even though it wasn't. It was like they keep rebooking it and they're like, But the original date is past, so you can't get the money back. And I was mm. like, Fine. So he's like, Not at that. No. So he called and they're like, Oh yeah, no, we should be able to refund the money. And I'm like, Cool. Thank you. So I got to, she needs like a doctor's notice. I got to like figure her, do, that it's on my list. Mm. So that's like sort of the the group with um, my mom's stuff. Not to mention I need to, voting. So I have to, I want to vote this week. But now it's confusing with my mom and voting because she doesn't trust going to, well, I'm not even mailing it anymore. I'm going to fill it out at home and I'm going to drop it off, which is something you can do. Absolutely. She doesn't trust that either. So she wants to go do in-person voting, period, end of sentence. And I'm not doing that. Like, I'm going to drop it off. But she didn't tell me this. She told my person this. So now I'm like, Uh, do I coordinate that? I'm like, is she going to coordinate it with you? Like, what what are y'all doing? So it's on my list. Right. Then, um, so that's like mostly that's my mom's stuff. Then I have to, um, I really want to get another MRI for me. And we can talk about this uh, at length at some other point, but I have a brain tumor. Like, that's still happening. That's still a thing that I'm dealing with. And mm. if you haven't heard that yet, that that's a thing. It's um, non-cancerous. It's uh, the same thing that my mom had, actually. Um, and I need to do something about it. Right. The plan, actually, was to do something about it this past summer. Um, so, like, in January, February, I was over here trying to make surgery plans to get my brain tumor removed like mm. that's weird to right. say because it's odd um but then of course covid hit and i was like not going now no no elective surgery for me because it's like not in a position where i'm like in immediate danger it's a slow growing thing that is not impacting me at all right now right. i don't have any symptoms i don't have headaches i don't have numbness or weakness on the right side of my body like none of the things that it could cause are happening so my original brain surgeon woman is like, you know, you can really control this at your own pace, but I would just, I would like to do something, you know, sooner rather than later. So I was like, okay. But then I also kind of have been thinking, I haven't even asked any other brain doctors about this. So I'd kind of like to find another person and get a second opinion and then get an MRI and see where we are. So all that is weighing on me. Meanwhile, last week I had this phone call with a friend of mine who is angry at me because I have not been a good friend. And it's sort of been going on for like a couple years now. And I'm like at a loss with that. I need to talk to my therapist about it because I don't, like that's, ah, that's giving me so much stress. Why is that giving you so much stress? Because I feel like a shitty person. And basically, like, she echoed that. So it's on me. Like, it is, because I'm not a good friend sometimes, but I don't mean it, like, maliciously. So I'm not, like, trying to be a bad friend. I'm just not a good one. And I just don't, I don't know where I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do about that yet. So, Mm. anyway. Why, that seems like that's hitting you the hardest. Like, you didn't, 
get emotional talking about your brain tumor, but why is this particularly hitting you like in your feels? I that's why I need to talk about it with my therapist. <laughs> I don't know. Right. So that's a big one, but then the, uh, wait. I wonder if part of that is her. What do you mean? Like if I'm if I have absorbed some of her energy. Ah. Right. So you are taking on the hurt that she's feeling. Right. And so you it's amplifying your hurt feelings. Right. Because not only are you like, oh, my God, I'm a bad friend. Right. But now you're feeling her pain of feeling neglected by you as a friend. Right. And she doesn't get it. And I'm not doing a good job of explaining it. And overall, I think that we are very different, which she doesn't mind. I don't mind. But the problem is I don't think she's I, I don't know. Like my life is so weird and fucked up. Like in the past couple years, I don't know that she will get it, mm. and that's okay. Right. But it it sucks because I can't make people get stuff. Right. Um. So maybe that's part. Okay, I got to write that down for my therapist. You're like, hold on, let me make a little note. Because you know what it is. Sometimes, like you go to like you have your appointment for your therapist, and then she's like. How are you? And you're just like, I'm good. You're like, everything's great. I just, I'm like, I, I don't know. How are you? Are you okay? Yes. Like, <laughs> I made a, a whole chicken yesterday and it was fantastic. <laughs> and she's like, that's great. But how are you emotionally? Yeah, like, I know. are and I'm you always coping? like, I mean, I'm okay. Like, fuck my life. Okay. So, anyway, I just made a note. Um, so that has been like, that happened last week. And I had a really rough day the rest of the day that it happened. The following day was a really hard day. Mm. And then I've sort of like, it's just been in the back. Um, I typed out something about it, you know, um, and that helped. But I'm just really at a loss. I don't really know which direction to go. So that's why I think I need to therapy it out. Right. So I may have something better. I don't have a therapy appointment until Friday, though. So that sucks mm. because then I feel like I have to just sit on it. Right. Until I can get through it. So that's a, obviously a big one and might be, like my person said, I may be absorbing somebody else's stuff. Mm. So ding, ding, ding for me. And then finally, like... <laughs> freaking move my water line with the city and I got to like coordinate it with some damn plumbers. And I'm like, you know, the city is paying, is going to pay the plumber, which mm. is great. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I should be like reimbursed for my time. Mm. And I, I sound like a Karen. I totally understand <laughs> that I sound like that. But bitch, I didn't ask you to move my water line. Did they I say, did not need this. Why are they moving your water line? No. They're just like, we're going to shut this one off and open up another one at the front of the house. I'm like, I have to coordinate a lot. Like, for someone like me who gets anxiety when they have to, like, do extra stuff right. and make phone calls and, like, it adds to a to-do list that's already a little bit seemingly overwhelming. Right. Y'all just effed up, like, a month. Mm. So I'm just like, can I, like, you know, I wouldn't even mind, like, a $25 Applebee's gift card <laughs> to be like, I'm sorry that you had to rearrange your water line. Here's a little, like, dinner out. A little something fire. I'm just, it's just irritating. Wow. Um. So I think that's my list. So you've got a lot. So now that is what was making you feel funky today. I think so. Because that's when I, I wrote it all out because I was like, what am I thinking about so I do 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 that's my list and mm. so I was like here's what it is I think it's mostly me it may be a little bit of the friend thing 
Now, do you now that you know that, is there any way to sort of pull yourself up out of the funk once you have written out that information and you understand where your feelings are coming from? Yeah, it definitely helps. Definitely helps to write it out. Um, I the the friend thing where I may or may not be absorbing uh, different energies and feeling those. I need to just go do some grounding like we talked about on Friday's podcast because mm-hmm. that helps me come back to center and feel like what's mine and what am I just burdening myself with that isn't mine. Mm. Um, so maybe I'll try to do that today if I have a little extra time. Um, but writing it out helps because I'm a type of person that likes to like if you give me a list. I can do a list. Right. Like, just tell me what you need me to do, and I will check it off, and it it gives me a sense of satisfaction and purpose to do it. So now that I wrote this down, if I can take care of some of the stuff about my mom and maybe some of this, like, this week we can maybe tackle some of this brain tumor thing Mm -hmm. Um, because it's just really scary, and i rather... I just want to hear from someone else that, like, yes, surgery is the best option right now. Right. And someone else tell me that I'm not going to turn out like my mom. Mm. That's good. That's why. Because mm. that's scary, too. Yeah. What have they said would be, like, best case, worst case with that? Well, I mean, overwhelmingly, it's been good. Like my other, my, the current um, neurosurgeon that I have, you know, she's like, you're young. It's in a great location. It's small enough. Like there really shouldn't be any lingering side effects other than like, you know, those two weeks after um, surgery, it's Mm going to be painful probably. And um, like, they'll want me on like some anti-seizure medicine just so I don't nothing crazy happens, but not like lifelong, like my mom is on or, um, um, yeah, they, from what she's saying, everything should be fine. Mm. Um, but it wouldn't hurt to have someone else tell me that. Absolutely. So you're looking for another brain surgeon, someone who deals in that area yeah because um so here's how we came to this and she's fantastic by the way um she did my mom's brain surgery so when my mom found out that she had a big a a literal big ass tumor Mm. um and they rushed her to a hospital they were like you got to get this taken care of now so we just sort of landed on this um this neurosurgeon and she really is great i i don't have any complaints about her although the only thing that i'm a little bit like when, because it happened so fast and we didn't know what we were doing, obviously, is that, you know, I said, well, what are the side effects of this type of surgery? And they were like, well, she may have some um, speech issues afterward, but that should be it. Right. Well, what has happened is that, like, I see now, now having a better grasp of, like, the medical um, world and, like, hospitals and doctors and stuff that you've stumbled into, unfortunately, and mm-hmm. so has Scott. Um, it's really actually, it's like you need a medical degree to even communicate with some of these people. Right. But when she said that, I just figured um, maybe she wouldn't talk as much. Mm. I don't know. I didn't know what that meant, and I didn't know really to ask more questions. Mm-hmm. But actually, in reality, what has happened, she does have speech issues, but it's because she wants to 
be like, quote unquote, normal like she was pre-surgery. She has normal thoughts, like her brain usually moves at the same pace, which is what, and she used to talk very quickly and a lot. Her brain still wants to do that, but it's like there's a shortage. Like her electrons don't fire the same. So like she wants to say like, I don't know, soap, and she'll say lipstick, Mm. even though she knows she means soap, but lipstick pops out and she's like, what the that's not what I meant. Mm. Or she'll just pause because she cannot find that right word, even though she can think it. So that's really frustrating for her. But then also there, there are just, there's cognitive issues. I just know. I know it. My mother is not the same, period. It's not the same. It says she's the same person, but she's also not. Right. Like normal people, I say normal, meaning like non-brain damaged, can probably handle like four or five tasks at once like and I don't mean like necessarily multitasking I mean like if I'm at home with my daughter I know I can like be there as the responsible adult I can be cooking I can be um, texting a friend and I can know that you know the dog is in the backyard and I need to let her in right those are the types of things that are going on my mom can handle about two Mm. at once or maybe three so like if she's home alone with Maya I'm I, I'm not worried about that. Like she's a good she's especially like that's sort of her wheelhouse. She's a good person that cares for others. So like she's home with Maya. Let's say then you know she remembers that she's got um she she left her phone upstairs. She can go get her phone upstairs. Now let's say the dog starts going crazy and there's someone at the front door. Freak out. That's when it's like too much. It's overload. too much and she starts having like ah everything is the worst and she'll call me and she's freaking out and i'm like why are you freaking out Mm. so she's got like two i don't want that to happen to me obviously right so that's where i get back to that surgeon where i'm like it wasn't even discussed that she might have those type of issues pre-surgery and i'm not saying that makes her a bad surgeon i think she's a fantastic surgeon i think this surgery could have gone a whole different way and my mom would not be either here or well Mm. Um, I mean, well, um, but I would have liked to have known that. Right. And so like, I just, I think I would feel better talking to someone additionally, maybe Mm -hmm. that I had like, could do some research on instead of just the hospital gave us this surgeon. I like her she's well accredited, but I would like to also at least say that I took some steps to find someone on my own and researched, which I think is completely fine. And you should. Right. Especially when it comes to something that's so life changing, possibly. Yeah. That you want to make sure that you have every possible question answered, every scenario uh, thought out. Right. So you are prepared because you also want to be at peace and comfortable when you go under the knife to make sure that everything's going to be okay. Right. So that totally makes sense and is fair. Right. So that's my, that's why I want to do that. And I don't know if we, you know, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you um, are in the Tampa Bay area and you know of like a reputable, great brain surgeon, neurosurgeon that might, you know, you might want to recommend, shoot me a, a DM or something. It's Radio Holly on Insta. Or you can also email me, whatever, however you want to get a hold of me, you'll figure it out. You know, mm. you reach out however you want to reach out. So do you feel a little bit better talking through some of those things now? Yeah. A I, little bit at least? I do. I feel like there, it's, um, there's still a lot, but it's like um, more settled and not quite as heavy. Because mm. I can feel where some things lie now. Right. So, so that. I always like to do that, especially with Abe. Because he's a person that has anxiety and 
he will do that um, spin out of control where it's easy to do. Yeah, because he'll be like, oh, my gosh, one thing will go wrong. And then he's like already thinking about five years down the line and how that one thing is going to affect what's happening five years from now. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Let's just talk through all the scenarios right now. And what can we do right now to fix this? Right. And let's at least just talk it out so you realize that you're going to be, it's going to be okay. It's true. And everybody needs that. And so it's, you know, just, I think making the list help. I think talking it out help. I think Friday with my therapist will help a lot. Um, and then in the meantime, I'm just going to do one thing at a time. That's I'm only going to do what I can do. Yeah, that's it. So. That's it. Because it'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Whew, sorry. Thank you for letting me get that out. Get on, it off, girl. On Come the on. Podcast. Come on, honey. We give you all the emotions here, girl. <laughs> we really all do. of them. Yeah. Ho- yeah. What's your social media? Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And I'm not on Facebook as much, but the page is Holly on Hot 101.5. And what's Scott's? Scott's, all of Scott's social media is, I believe, under Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. Make sure to leave us a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or you can always download the free Hot 101.5 app. We'll see you now Wednesday. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.